Hey everybody, welcome in. Ivan here. Welcome to the next episode, which is season one, episode five of the BA $100,000 Haircutter podcast. I'm so happy to have you here, and I'm glad we're building an audience and continuing to share great stuff every single week in this conversation. It is back to school time. Labor Day is upon us, and by then, even with the weirdness that is the coronavirus experience across the board, uh, it is back to school time. And in one form or another, whether it be in person, in some cases, online in others, a combination of the two, one way or the other, people are going back to school. Kids are going back to school. College students are going back to school. And the beauty industry is, and as we always do, going back to school. But it's just not the same this year. All the fall shows we look forward to participating in. My favorite fall show has always been the premier Mid-America show, Columbus, Ohio, usually about the second week of October. Not this year. All the shows for the season, as you well know, are canceled, but that doesn't mean there still aren't back to school or educational opportunities for professionals in the beauty and barber industry. You know, when the time gets times get tough, the tough get going, the tough get working, the tough get learning. Um, as we saw in an echo of the economic darn, downturn of 2008, when things hit a rough patch, and we're certainly hitting a rough patch, in the beauty and barber industry, we double down on, we turn to, and we dig in on education. Plenty of opportunities to do that. So in this podcast, I hope to share some suggestions and some ideas, not just of opportunities that I have for education, if you wish to consume some of those things from me, but opportunities that exist for education across the industry with many people who have great ideas, good information, and who are enthusiastic about sharing it. So, we're going to pause for just a moment, and we're going to be back with a look at back-to-school opportunities. Okie dokie. Let's talk about it. Let's start with video. You know, the YouTubers of the world have been busy over the summer. Some myself included, have made investments in upping the quality. They've certainly been upping the quantity of the video output that they are creating. I made an investment in a uh, great upgrade to my lighting system. I've got an upgrade in my sound, so the stuff I'm putting on YouTube should be some of the best it's ever been. And I'm putting plenty of stuff up there, at least a video every single week. And in many cases, these are videos of my classes, so these videos run maybe a bit longer than some of the content that you've come to expect from me. So search Ivan Zoot or search Clipper Guy on YouTube for my content, as well as poke around and find uh, lots of great content from lots of other people. Um, Andrew Does Hair, good friend of mine, has been putting out a lot of really great content lately. Uh, Tyler Kelbert, out of, I think he's in Utah, has been putting out some uh, cool stuff all of a sudden. In the last few weeks, I've noticed an uptick in some great things from him. I'm always a big fan of Al Reed, uh, a Al's Millions, um, the original YouTube barber. Um, this guy continues to put out good content. So there's no shortage of video if you want to learn that way. Next up, listen to a podcast. Well, you can check that one off the list because if you can't hear me right now, you are 
listening to a podcast. You know, I started using the Anchor platform uh, recently acquired by Spotify, and that has made the quality of my podcasts hopefully better, the ease with which I can podcast better, and my ability to put it out there, the reach of my podcast through distribution better. Better, better, better. And lots of other people are following suit with that. Wherever you go to find podcasts to listen to, Spotify being a good example where I, uh, A, am listed, and B, uh, I get all my music for things like my uh, cycling classes, my spin classes. You might not have known that I coach cycling a couple times a week. Uh, And I'm back to that in the uh, let's be careful post-COVID lockout world. Um, But Spotify, go into the search function under podcasts and type in your topic, whether it's hair and beauty related or otherwise. But podcasting, great way to listen on the go without the worry of, for instance, walking into traffic because you're looking down at your screen. You can jog, you can bike, you can fish, you can be active and you can be listening and you can be learning. Next up, join a Facebook group. I have a Facebook group. Just search uh, Ivan Zoot in Facebook groups and my Ivan Zoot John Amico team page. John Amico, as you may know, is my hair care product partner who produces my Clipper Guy line and sells a ton of other great professional hair care product that you can use, resell, and make good money on. Uh, They have a Facebook team page. If you choose to get involved in the brand, you can get involved in my Facebook group. And a lot of these Facebook groups, man, they crank 24-7. They're hopping with comments and contribution and participation. I always suggest that you lurk for a little while. You hang out and listen to get a feel for what a particular group is like, the kind of folks that are there, the kind of things they're talking about, to find one that's a fit for you. Um, You certainly may find some that just are not to your liking, and you may find others that really appeal to the things you're looking for, the things you need, and places where you yourself can be a valuable contributor. But Facebook groups are still a very, very viable place to go to learn on the web. One of my favorites when it comes to looking for things to use for educational opportunities, read a book. I've been writing books. Um, Hey, FYI, I just finished uh, another book that will be launched on Amazon very soon. I won't launch it quite just yet on my website because we're still obviously uh, having a lot of conversation, getting a lot of headway uh, and a lot of uh, help for people, changing a lot of businesses and lives with 100 by 100, my 100 new haircut customers in 100 days guaranteed book. That one is still, um, hasn't even peaked yet in terms of people's interest in it. But um, I've got books out there that I've been writing and I'm also always reading. A lot of libraries are back open. A lot of libraries will special order for you. A lot of libraries will uh, interlibrary loan or transfer books if you can't find the things you're looking for. My strategy for books, because I'm a library guy and you're welcome to take a page out of this one, I go to bookstores. I used to hang out in the bookstores in the airport and I take pictures of covers And then I go to my phone and the pictures and I go on Amazon and I look up the books, get the name, get the author, get the uh, code numbers and all that. And then I go ask for them at my library because I'm a library guy. Um, I probably could not afford to read all the books that I like to and want to read that fortunately I can get for free. But reading, nothing better. Um, 
I'm not a digital reader just yet. I've done a few books during COVID when I couldn't get to the library on a tablet, but I'm probably going to tell you I'm still a paper guy. And my statistics bear that out for my industry because for every digital book, and all my books are available, audio, digital, and paper. The paper's available from me or from Amazon. But for every digital I sell, I sell six or seven real paper books. Uh, so our industry, our community, when given the choice, still right now, the vast majority of us are going for paper. So it's all good, and there's plenty of it out there. Uh, attend or participate in a webinar, another great way to get your information. I've done, I think, three webinars just in the last two months. I've kind of committed to doing at least one every month. I've got one coming up. Uh, I know early... October, so I'll probably throw one on the books sometime in September as well. Um, not a class because it's much more one way in terms of communication, but there are lots of them. They're listed in the Facebook groups. You'll see notices about them on Instagram and other social spaces. Uh, some of the folks you subscribe to for email newsletters and things will be talking up their webinars. But a webinar, that's back to school, my friends. That's online classes and education. Almost all of them are free. Mine have always been free. Uh, I think I've done a paid webinar once or twice, uh, and I like to do them for free. I want to, you know, get the word out to as many people as possible. I want to spread what I have to share, and I know that some people will take the step to go buy a Zootcomb or purchase a book, so I'll get paid eventually. I'm not looking for that. I'm looking to get the information out there, and that's why the vast majority of my webinars are no charge. Subscribe to a blog. Blogging, it's evolved and it's changed and it's not what it used to be because so many things like podcasts, talking like this. Hey, I got to tell you, you know, for me, talking is easier than typing. If I can talk this and you're getting a blog, all the better for everybody. Like we said before, it's on the go and everything else. But just like book reading, there are still folks out there that would be happy and be delighted to read like they always have, but they're reading on the web, they're reading blogs. Plenty of great blogs to find and subscribe to. You get them automatically in your email when you do that. I subscribe to a few and I read them on a regular basis. So that's a form of attending a class. It's, it's ongoing education uh, and it works. Troll the web world. Get your Google on and find websites. Another great place uh, to gain education. You know, you may not think of it as attending a class in a formal sense, but if you go through a manufacturer website, specifically in the beauty industry, because that's what we're here talking about, but it doesn't have to be in the beauty industry. I'll give you a great example. Um, with coronavirus lockdown and this summer being just a beautiful summer, I really got into fishing this summer. I did a lot of fishing, caught a lot of fish. Uh, that's more than just fishing. That's catching. Uh, I like catching more than I like fishing, but I did a lot of fishing. And, of course, I probably spent a couple of bucks on gear and uh, happened to find particularly a fishing lure that I really liked. So what did I do? Classic Ivan. Looked him up online. Read about the company. Learned about the fishing lure. And then I found myself heading down what I call the website clicking rabbit hole. You find a link and you click it and it takes you to another page and you're reading and you find a link and you click it 
and it takes you to another page. You know, we always uh, joke around about how many tabs my son has open on his phone because he loves Wikipedia, and it's a website. It's the online encyclopedia loaded with tons of great information, but a Wikipedia article, and by the way, when you Google something, one of the first things to come up is almost always a YouTube video, and one of the first, second, or third things that comes up is typically, if there is one, a Wikipedia page, which is a gateway into a ton of information. Just like an encyclopedia, wiki pages tend to follow a very clear format of the way the information is laid out, and they are loaded with links. And that's where you do what I call heading down the rabbit hole. You click a link, which leads to a link, which leads to a link. So back to fishing. Um, one of the things that happened on one of the fishing lure websites, and yes, this is a website from a manufacturer about their fishing lures designed to sell fishing lures. But just like any good website today, there are articles to read and there are videos to watch. And I learned a ton about fishing, about catching, and specifically about not only this brand, but their type of lure. This particular type of lure is made by a wide range of companies. Um, but you know what? They sold me a good fishing lure. They offered me a ton of information. They taught me a bunch of stuff. And you know what I probably have now developed? I probably have now developed something towards them called, that's right, brand loyalty. So when I go to a fishing store, and I've learned a little bit about fishing stores. You know, my dad had a joke he always used to say when he went to the fishing store, because he had done some fishing back in the day. He used to walk in the fishing store and say, I see more things here to catch fishermen than I see to catch fish. That was his favorite line. It was funny the first time, and then it wasn't funny every time he went into a fishing store. But there's some truth to that. But I've got some brand loyalty because their website provided me with just a ton of education and information. And while we're on the Google conversation, you know, got me thinking as I was putting my notes together for this podcast about the act of Googling. And it brought up the question about how much do I Google and how much do other people Google? And I'm not comparing me to anybody else specifically, but it got me thinking about the idea that the smarter you are, the more you Google. And that may be the exact opposite of what you might have thought it might have been. You know, the less you know, the more you have to Google to find out what you don't know. And I don't think that's the case. I think the act of Googling is a part of exercising the curiosity muscle. And I think the more you tend to be curious, the smarter you will be because you will learn more because you will seek more. And the smarter you are, the more you Google. And I think it's a combination of you recognize you don't know things, so you go looking to hear, learn, and understand the things you don't know. You go finding, and in the finding process, you are, that's right, you're learning. And people that don't Google much, I just have to throw them in the not very curious bucket. Maybe not fair to say they may not be as smart. That's certainly not what we're trying to point out here. But I think it's the idea that the more curious you are, the more you Google, and the more you Google, the more you learn. Um, so get Googling. 
I mean, a, a Google adventure, you know, when you launch the Google page, I think you can type in whatever you want to type. And I still think they still have the button where you can click it and it will randomly just pull something off the web for you. It's like, it says feel lucky or something like that. And you can just randomly learn about something that exists on the internet. My knowledge uh, pursuit, I think, is a little more focused than that. I'm not randomly Googling, but I, I Google quite a bit. I'd be interested to know if somewhere they're tracking how many Google searches a day I do relative to others and relative to the average. Two other things I want to throw into the education bucket and we'll wrap things up for today. Product labels. Just like I talked about the website for the fishing lures in our industry in Pro Beauty, the bottles of the liquids that we use. Uh, I always say there isn't a word on a bottle that wasn't the result of arguing in a marketing meeting with people discussing what's going to be on the label, how it's going to read, and what it's going to say. Read those labels. If you've got downtime in the shop, go up front, pick up the bottles and cans, and read every word on the packaging. That is a form of education. That's a mini class on that product. And lastly, look where consumers are looking. You know, as we are in the business of serving clients, and as we are in the goal and pursuit of building business, um, let's be looking to the things that our customers are exposed to. Not just professional magazines, not just professional blogs and podcasts and videos and things like that, but the things that our customers are finding. What are they learning? What are they hearing about? What are they listening to? And how can tapping into that help us position ourselves to be more valuable to them? At the end of the day, we're looking to build and grow ourselves, to build and grow our business, to be more valuable to others, and to enjoy the work that we do every single day in the professional beauty industry. Obviously, education is at the core of that. And as we look to round the corner here in the last third of the year, September, October, November, December, four months, a third of the year, um, heading into the home stretch through the holiday season and the beginning of what we all hope will be a very, very different year, 2021, just not that far away as we speak, education is going to be the key. If you have questions, you know how to reach out to me through any of my social posts and conversations and opportunities. If I can be valuable to you, don't hesitate to reach out. Let's keep this conversation going. What are your favorite sources for education? What are your favorite YouTubers or podcasters or bloggers or groups on Facebook or the books you're currently reading? I'm going to be posting to promote this podcast throughout my social channels, and those are all great places for you to make a contribution to the conversation. I look forward to hearing from you. Hope you have a great day, a great Labor Day weekend. If it's coming up by the time you listen to this or just recently happened and beyond. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be here again next week. Have a great day. I'm Ivan. Bye-bye.